1: Jags Podcast. Welcome to another Jags Podcast, episode 70. 70, that's true. We busted into the 70s. It feels like that's kind of like a like a milestone. Yeah, man. You know? Like, if you lived to be 70, yeah. you'd be like, okay, like, I'm pretty sure I've seen most of life. Right? I'm kind of old now. Yeah. I'm like good with whatever happens <laughs> at this point. <laughs> exactly. And when we're here at 70, so thanks to everyone that's... uh supported us this entire time it's been fun it's been the highlight of basically my year yeah been it, doing this it's been absolutely amazing we've picked up a bunch of followers a bunch of downloads we're bet- between all of our downloads and sites and sources that we upload to we're almost to a thousand downloads an episode
0: really is not that insane that's insane because we were like at like two and change for yeah. a while So we added big cat country We added YouTube. We added our live channel.
1: Those kind of jumped us up.
0: Which, I mean, that just makes it even more fun. That's the whole point. The more fans, the more interaction, the better it is. And we have podcast networks, like, hitting us up to
1: to be on their channel. And uh, it's kind of, like, surreal. Well, can you you blame them? Well, it's like, we're literally just fans that hit up other fans. And we're like, we basically use other fans. Our entire shows are other Jags fans' comments and questions. It's true. So it, it feels a little like we owe it to them.
0: We do. So we it's c- almost like, it's almost like cheating.
1: It it is. It is. But we did realize that the Jaguar market needed a place for fans to have an outlet.
0: That's true. You have all these
1: people on the radio and other podcasts where they're
0: just like they're not from Jacksonville or they're they didn't grow up Jags fans, and it's like. Or they're just basically telling you, like, their opinion right, with, exactly. like, no interaction yeah. or response to what, like, actual other Jags fans think.
1: Well, let's not get out too far off on a tangent here. No. Let's not gloat too much. A, I just, we just wanted to say thank you to the fans. Yeah, it's a big thank you. You guys are what drive this show. Absolutely. If you don't follow us yet on Twitter, we're at Another Jags Pod. Facebook, Instagram, Another Jags Podcast. Our YouTube's been blowing up we stream these episodes live so like you can watch us live on youtube or you can listen to our podcast on youtube without the video so it's up to you you can pick Uh, but we appreciate all you guys tonight we are actually beginning our position breakdown for each position so over the summer we started this last year we in in this dead season we kind of picked a position and we really just dive into it and so tonight what better position to start with than the quarterback position, right? I agree. So, if you just live under a rock and you are just tuning in, and you're not a Jags fan, because we get those from time to time, we People do. are like, we like you guys, and we have no idea what you're talking about. So, let us inform you of who's
0: on the roster right now. That's a good call, because honestly, I knew two out of the or three out of the four. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> so we have the starter. <laughs> Starter, we have Nick Foles. Absolutely, went to Arizona. Uh, he transferred from Michigan State. Uh, he's been to I think I think we're his fourth? fourth, no third or fourth NFL team. No fourth team. We're his fourth yeah. NFL team. Uh, but he's a Super Bowl MVP. He he's is. got a Super Bowl, so it's not just some journeyman scrub. We have backup. We think we'll see. We, this is a question. We'll get to it later. <laughs> we just drafted Gardner Minshew. Are you are you saying he's the backup? Because I'm hoping you are. It's it's a question. So let's all right. Let's wait we'll the wait question. for that. We Twitter okay. question. We, we did Twitter questions tonight on just quarterbacks, and I mean, you guys are awesome. I mean, yeah, just, they're you know, gr- yeah. great questions. Yeah. but we'll just say we're just picking random. Gardner Minshew. He's from Washington State. He played all. He played at Michigan State. He played at uh, community college in Mississippi. He played. Uh, where else did he play? He's uh, he's been all over the place. Yeah. So, he has. Uh, he's. Minshew is a... Uh, just like earned his spot at this yeah, point. I mean, he, he had a great year last year. Threw for over 4,000 yards. Uh, and then third string. And I say third
0: string, but I don't really know. At that point, it's kind of a toss-up. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I mean... Alex it, it, Magoo. Over Tenor Lee, huh? Yeah, I think it is. Tenor Lee's your boy, though. That was like the quick release, right? We're, we're
1: getting there. Let's not jump... Let's get, all right, let's, right, let's right just ahead. list the four then. And yeah. then, All right. Alex Magoo is a four-year starter at FIU. Has over sixty-five touchdowns. Literally a four-year starter. Uh, that's that's kind of what you want. And I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of jumping ahead here. But when I was doing my research on the quarterbacks, did you know that Butch Davis? Butch Davis, like, not, like, like the legit the you the you the Butch Davis. Yes. Okay. Butch Davis. I I kid you not. Quote, Alex Magoo is the best quarterback I've ever coached. Really? That's what he said.
0: Does that not blow your mind? Uh, I didn't realize he even coached him. But on <laughs> top of that, yes, that blows my mind that he would say that yeah. I thought his name was McGow or maybe yeah, uh, no, it was, he, it was I watched, McGow. I enough, oh. Fair enough, but so where did he coach him at? I think it was FIU.
1: Wow, because that's the only place he's been. So, because Bush Davis was the coach before, I don't know who's he been there now. Some guy, is it Cristobal? I don't, I don't even know. It really doesn't Nebraska matter. For yeah, that, that's irrelevant. Yeah. Okay. And then the four-string, we're saying four-string, Tanner Lee drafted last year out of Nebraska.
0: There's a lot to be said about that, but again, Honestly, that, that, that's for not. later on.
1: Honestly, there's not. And I was doing research on tonight, on tonight and, I, and I don't think we're going to even talk about Tanner Lee. Really? Right. Here's what you need to know about Tanner Lee. He is known for having a quick release. <laughs> That's the
0: only... According, according to j Dog no, no, over if, here. If you
1: watch his film, the only thing that stands out, his accuracy, average. Pocket presence, average. Footwork, average. Ability to read the defense, average. But the dude
0: gets rid of the ball like almost as fast as like any quarterback I've seen. That's true. I mean, it might be like, five yards over the receiver's head and out of bounds, but yeah, he got rid of the ball.
1: But, like, it gets, the ball gets from his chest to out of his hand, the quickest I've ever seen. And so we have a running joke here that he has a quick release... There's no pun intended there. He <laughs> legit throws the ball really like he gets it in his hand quick.
0: Do you think he got thrown into the fire last year and he had to have a quick release, even more so than he wanted to, because of what he was dealing with, man? I mean, no. I, I don't think he's a good quarterback, don't no, get me I, wrong. I think he's bad. Okay. Like the all right, Nebraska fair
1: fans get on forums and they're like, this guy's bad. All right, fair enough. So. All right. So we're gonna get to Twitter questions because we've had so many good Twitter questions that it really addresses everything I wanted to talk about tonight with all these quarterbacks, which is a lot of times the case. Which is awesome. It really is because you guys are awesome. So we're gonna start. We're gonna start with Nick Foles because Nick Foles is our quarterback, and he is basically how Foles goes, the team will go, hundred percent. So the yeah. first question is from John, and he's at John one zero zero nine zero three zero
0: seven. Really, John? <laughs> I mean. Wow. Were, all, we're all, all the other Johns before that taken? <laughs> like, I mean, what, 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 it's not even like J-O-H-N. It's like J-O-N. It's J-O-N. All right. Yeah.
1: Come on, John. And he says, on a scale of from one to 10, what is your fulls confidence level and confidence level of the backups? So it will be two different ratings. Let's just start with you. What's your confidence level of fulls? And I want to hear yours first, because mine's going to be not great for the people that
0: want me to be positive. I mean, I'd have to separate my confidence level with Foles as the leader and quarterback he is right now, and my confidence level with him with our receiving core and potentially our line and a new off all that stuff. So, straight up Foles, I'm um, 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10? 8 out of 10. Who? The dude is a Super Bowl MVP. He's proven twice now that he can come and take over a team and lead them to almost the promised land and the promise. I mean, Yes. Eight out of ten. How can you not knock, How can you not say that until he proves otherwise? Okay, so let me just say I just got a message on
1: Twitter from Treep Talks, and Treep has a great YouTube channel. At Treep Talks, look up Treep Talks, and he says he's disappointed that we didn't start the show on time. Tonight. Oh, Trebe. Trebe's on the West Coast, so he he has no problem watching us. He's just kind of trolling. Yeah, because I posted he, that we were going to be live tonight at 1030, and I said it's Joey's fault.
0: I pride myself on being on time. Trebe, I apologize. <laughs> I really did feel bad about it, but I was at a work function, after work, a dinner. I mean, you know, when your boss pulls boss your, your boss's boss. Well, yeah, w- Yeah. when your boss and your boss's <laughs> boss pull you over and they want to have a conversation, you really can't say, hey, i got to head out for my side hustle. You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah. my side gig can... Yeah. kind of wait and 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 i think the fans understand i would hope so
1: and i think you're the favorite of the podcast so i think i don't know i used to be but i don't know anymore uh, okay <laughs> so let me just tell you my confidence level in falls i'm an emotional person i try not to be i, I really do but like everything the jags do i get so emotional i'm just like i can't help it man i'm a diehard right when they first signed him to the 88 million dollar contract i was like bad call 88 million. And then I let it digest a little bit. And I was like, you know what? It's not Bortles. And Bortles has been has been holding us down for so long. And any upgrade from Bortles kind of guarantees with this defense that we will be a playoff team. So then I was like, okay, confidence level 10 out of 10 through the roof. And then I started dissecting Nick Bowles. And I noticed that every time he's the man, every time he's the starter, it's his team. He's dog poo. Yeah, but you're looking earlier
0: on in his career. I mean, no, I'm not, man. No, I'm, you are. Look, he when, when he he was has the an opportunity to be the man in the past three years. That's true, but like he was kind of the man, like
1: when he with last year with the Eagles. Like, okay, if Foles would have came out last season, the first two, I think it was two games, and he just like lit it up.
0: He Carson Wentz. I mean, he might not have gotten the job back. Yeah, but that team was falling apart. They were a disaster. Falling apart. They made it to the second round of the... Only because he came back in and rejuvenated them, oh, man. man. They were not doing okay. well with Wentz.
1: All right, so his, so he, he comes in. Foles comes in, and he, he fills in for Michael Vick. Or Michael Vick gets hurt in 2013. He comes in, and he plays great. Then it's his team in 2014. He's okay. Breaks his collarbone. Comes back. Tries to be the guy. Not the guy. Gets traded to the Rams not the guy gets benched for case Keenum can't handle the spotlight goes to Kansas City is the backup fills in for Alex Smith and does pretty well goes to Philadelphia is the guy can't handle it loses his job to I think Sam Bradford it's like it's like it's like every every time it's his team it's like he can't handle the pressure but when he's a backup and there's no pressure the dude excels
0: I just it, think I think he's a different guy. He's more and, mature. He's he's, it, he's a. It could be a coincidence. It could just be that's. How I don't it. think it's a coincidence. I think it was a you know maybe an average to above average quarterback who has progressed and has grown and uh, dude he's coming. I guarantee you at St Louis at Kansas City, originally at Philly when he's coming into those roles he's not coming in as the leader. He's coming in as like man, they brought me in. I hope I don't blow this. At this point, dude, he's got the moxie to where he's coming in as the leader. He's doing everything he should. He's owning the locker room. He's up the guy's houses, telling him what to do. Like, let's go through the playbook. He was not doing that at those other spots because mentally he wasn't there. Now he is. But look at these teams that he had.
1: Look at these teams that he had when, when he stepped in. 2013, Deshaun Jackson, Leshaun McCoy in his prime, Riley Cooper, who was good. Brett Selleck Zach Ertz
0: I love how you're selling me Riley Cooper I like that he good, was good good getter good getter he was gator. good for a minute, he was, for a minute. Offense, he was good I get that okay 2017
1: when he was Super Bowl MVP Alshon Jeffrey Zach Ertz the Garrett Blunt Jay Ajayi
0: Jordan Matthews okay so we're, we're not talking about him again now we're talking about his supporting cast which I said from the get go was a concern
1: and, but look at who he had when he was in St. Louis Kenny Britt was his best player does not matter if you don't have Does any? Does that kind of remind you of who his best player is now? Like, that's what I'm saying. Whoa, whoa. Like, we signed Britt? <laughs> you know, I mean, D.D. Britt,
0: D.D. Westbrook. Like, we want D.D. to be better. I know. Like, that's the concern, though. It's, it's not the quarterback concern. That's what we're talking about as quarterback. That's what I'm saying. We like, can talk okay, about all we want I with wide receivers. I to say
1: my confidence level is probably at a six. At a six? Yeah. And, and I'm rooting for him, and I want him to be good, but if I'm
0: being honest, my confidence is at a six. Man, we went out and the Jags did exactly what we've asked them to do. They went out and got the best quarterback possible. They didn't try to say, hey, we're going to get a rookie, waste our defense, tank for the next season or two possibly, and go long." They went and got the best guy possible. Again, Super Bowl MVP. But I think that's the wrong way to look at it. Really? Yeah, because... You got Foles for
1: $88 million, and I think... That, I think the money's irrelevant, honestly. No, it's not. Because, it is for this season. Because I think the, the bigger question is, is could you have gotten Teddy... And, and who knows if you could have gotten Teddy Bridgewater. You may not have been able to get Teddy Bridgewater from the Saints. but could, Thank God. But could you have gotten Teddy Bridgewater... Uh- could you have gotten Tyrod Taylor, and then could you have brought in a guy like Golden Tate, and could you have brought in a backup running back that is legit and could push Leonard Fournette for the spot, and could you have brought in a tight end that
0: could, you know, that makes a difference? So you'd be good going into the season with Teddy Bridgewater and I'm just our. Saying,
1: I mean, is Foles with no support as good as Bridgewater with a bunch of support? That's the only question that I think you could ask yourself, and that's why my confidence level is is where it is. Is. And I want Foles to be good, but that's an interesting question to ask yourself.
0: The wide receiving free agency class sucked. You could have gotten maybe Golden Tate. Okay, so he's been on like Even four teams in six like seasons. Adam, honestly, if you would have gotten a guy like Adam Humphreys, like the
1: Titans got, my like, point is, he's not good, and, and, and but he's 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 better
0: than Rashad Green, and he's probably better than Keelan Cole. Okay, but the free agency class was not good. Wide receiver or running back. The draft class was not good in either, either. So, I mean, they went and got the best guy possible based on, I assume, that. I mean, if we got a somewhat a- below average quarterback, maybe average, and then got some free agency guys that were average to whatever, and then drafted some rookies, dude, we would suck next year or this year. Now, yeah, two, three years from now might have been a better call. But for next season, Foles is definitely the guy. Again, eight out of ten. All right, well, Trebe says, uh, playing devil's
1: advocate again. Are you, Jason? I'm not playing devil's advocate, Trebe. I'm telling you, this no, is how I Jason feel. Jason actually believes this. This is how yeah, I feel.
0: Especially with the quarterback position, because he's a homer for that.
1: Yeah, And then he's going. he says he's going to do just fine, in my opinion. All Jags fans talked about for years was how all we need is a game manager and we'll go to the Super Bowl. We get a guy like Nick Foles, the Super Bowl MVP, and everyone is big mad. It's not the fact that we got... Nick Foles. It's the fact that we paid, we really broke the bank for him. Uh, We broke the bank for a guy that's yet to prove that he can lead a team on his own. That's the only issue I have. And I'm rooting for him and I want him to be good, but I do have some like caution on how much I have confidence in him.
0: Of course, there's some caution, man. I mean, 88 million, man. That's nothing for a quarterback these days. That's like literally like
1: one of the highest. Yeah, multi-year it, free agent quarterback like ever signed 10 million against the cap the only this year, ones I mean. that are close to that are peyton manning and brock osweiler and one turned out okay and one turned out as a disaster so i mean i don't know what to say let's move on to the next question this next question is from chris Osque, and he gave us a phonetic pronunciation of his name because i butchered it last week it's pretty chris, impressive i apologize and thank you for the phonetic we love that you listen and your questions are always spot on His question is Thoughts on Nick Foles' required statistics to win the AFC South? He, he mentions 4,000 yards, 25 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. So what, what, is Nick
0: Foles, what's his, what do you think his required stats are to win the AFC South? I mean, that's a great question, but a tough one. Because with him, I don't necessarily think it's going to be his stats that are going to blow it up. I think it's more his mistakes that are going to blow it up. So I think if he has less than 10 interceptions, we've got a good shot at winning the AFC South. Regardless of anything else. If there's not bad turnovers, our defense puts us in good field position. I mean, it's we'll be way better than that from a touchdown and interception standpoint. Maybe it's not the total the total yards is what I'm thinking of. I mean four thousand yards, I mean I, that's kind of meaningless. I mean, Stafford gets that every year. Yeah, I mean again, yeah. Most most quarterbacks do in the offenses Those that are run today. So I mean, I think like maybe like a like a thirty eight, you know, thirty touchdowns to eight interceptions, like Yeah. That's pretty lofty. He likes to throw in the backfield. We're going to have short yardage positions. I mean.
1: Here's something interesting to think about. And I'm glad I did my research because this stat, it was perfect for this question. Good stuff. In 2014, he had a 13 touchdown to 10 interception ratio through eight games. What do you think his record was for the Eagles then? Six and two. That's exactly what it was.
0: Wow, didn't even know that stat. So would you take a six? Yes, six? absolutely, and that's why that's why overall numbers are yeah. they're so skewed, yeah. man. But like, it's about when you make the bad decisions,
1: right? Again, so, w- but would you be nervous if like we're six and two, but like Foles has thrown thirteen touchdowns and ten picks? No, because the dude th- the dude throws the ball. He does. Like his nickname. He likes to throw the nickname, ball. His nickname, BD Nick. We're a clean <laughs> podcast, so we can't get into it. BD Nick. He's not scared. It doesn't come from, like, literally his anatomy. It comes from the fact, like, if you watch, if you go back and watch the game film from the Super Bowl when the Patriots played the Eagles, Dude, he'll he it. He passed up crossing routes that were wide open to take risks down the field now that might have been their game plan because they were like you we can't do what the Jags did to the Patriots and play conservatively but the bottom line is is that he took chances and he does it over and over again and sometimes that translates to interceptions so are Jags fans okay
0: with Foles throwing interceptions they should be if we're getting wins yeah I, agree. I mean everybody complained last year about the fact that we threw the ball downfield like what five times all season I mean, I know I'm exaggerating, but that was like the big knock. Like all the defenses know what we're going to do. We're going to try to run the ball, throw these crossing routes, and they just clamp down on us and we could do nothing. Okay, great. Chuck it downfield, man. Yeah, but fans complained about Bortles when we were in the AFC championship game. Yeah, because they didn't allow him to do that in the second half.
1: The pro football focus, PFF, Joey and me disagree on this, and this is not going to help my case at all. But I do just want to bring it up. They um, They have they have. it. They have a YouTube channel. And they did this game where they were like, guess the quarterback. And they went down the PFF stats, like uh, positive pass grading under pressure, positive pass grading in a clean pocket, uh, things like that. And from 2014 to current, Bortles and Foles PFF grades were almost identical. Now, you have to remember, 2013, Foles had a great year under Chip Kelly. But his rookie year, 2012, he didn't. So uh, we kind of call that a wash. But... That what PFF was saying through their next-level analytics was that they're kind of the same quarterback, but Nick Foles will have little runs where he plays well, where Bortles won't.
0: That's where I have a problem with PFF is because stats don't tell the whole story. Yeah, I, I mean, Bortles throws a pick six at an integral part of the game. Foles throws 40 yards downfield And they get intercepted and, you know, they're tackled on their 10 and have to go the full length of the field to score. I mean, there's two completely different interceptions. Bortles was known for making bad decisions at the wrong moment. I like Bortles, but he did it over and over again. Foles, not so much. I mean, yeah, he might throw some picks, but dude, I think he makes better decisions. I think he throws a better ball. I think his receivers... Catch the ball better because of the ball he throws. I mean, it, it translates to a completely different thing altogether. I hope so. And and Trebe talks about,
1: um, he talked, Trebe's talking about on our YouTube channel, on our live show that we have on our YouTube channel. If you search another Jags podcast, you can re watch this. He talks about how they're an Alshon Jeffrey drop away from going to the next round. But that almost kind of proves my point that I was making earlier, where if you go back and watch Foles at the Rams, like, his receivers were so bad that they were dropping balls left and right. And if we look at Blake last year, how many bad passes did Blake have because the receivers dropped the ball and they got
0: tipped in the defender's hands? I mean, there were a lot of those. But again, there were also balls that were not thrown in the right place. They weren't timed yeah, right. They were, they, are they we were even to there? the right receiver because he didn't have the pocket presence to you know be patient or put it in a place where the receiver was going to be he was throwing it to where the receiver was i mean i think that's a big difference with a mature good quarterback
1: okay I, my little concern is are we setting up Foles to be in the same situation that he was in with the rams because look it's very possible do you remember who his coach was when he was with the rams it was jeff fisher Worst coach of all time. I mean, no, wh- listen. Jeff Fisher has yet to prove. Jeff. F- I mean, he's, he's not yet. He's not a coach anymore, but Jeff Fisher had never proved he could develop a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, Steve McNair was his best quarterback. Doug Marone has never shown he's gonna prove it. he can prove to him to develop a quarterback. Jeff Fisher is a guy who likes to win on defense and run the ball. Doug so is Marone, Marone is a guy who likes to win on defense.
0: Like, are we setting Foles up to be what he was in St. Louis? If we didn't bring in Filippo, I would say yes. You have to factor I, that
1: in. I, I hope you're right, and I'm rooting for him. And I don't want Jags fans to think I don't believe in him because I, no, I mean, Jason.
0: I'm, I, I'm not arguing with you very hard no, because like, everything I should, you're saying I should, I should is be real. You know, it is. It's, it's a real. real possibility.
1: And and if it if this if this Nick Foles thing ends up falling flat on our face, then we would have been way better suited bringing in a guy like
0: Bridgewater or Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, but you can't you can't look hindsight before it even happens, man. Yeah, how can you not be happy that Jags went out and got the best quarterback possible when we already have one of the best defenses possible and our offensive line is going to be healthy this year and Fournette takes everything I have to say in my entire being to say that he's going to show up this year and we've got rookie receivers that aren't rookies anymore I mean they did the right thing for this year okay I'm with that And, and I'm with you I'm with you I am now. Whether that's the best thing for two years from now or three years from now, yeah. we'll that see. that could be bad, but it also could be good. Yeah. So I'm happy with the fact they gambled on the team, gambled on winning, and did the best thing they could for the for this coming season. All right. Well, let's move on to the next
1: question. This next question is from Terrence Hayes, and he's at Terrence L. Hayes, and he says he asks, could Nick Foles have a statistical better season? Than that of Blake Bortles in 2015, when he threw for 4,000 plus yards. I mean, that
0: season was phenomenal from a statistical standpoint. I mean, that was a lot of garbage time. It was. I hope, so I mean, I pray we are not in that much garbage time again. I mean, I honestly don't care about his like his stats this year. Other than, are we winning? Right? Is he making good decisions? And are we winning? Could he?
1: Yes. Will yeah. he? I don't think so. And here's the only reason why. Because Filippo got fired for literally not running the ball. And we're coming in. And Filippo is now in an offense where we prioritize running the ball. So I don't know if he'll hit the 4K mark. But he could. And he, and he could. But I, I don't think he will. Just because I think if Fournette is going to be a big part. I mean, Filippo even said in his latest interview, press conference, that the offense goes as Fournette goes.
0: Yeah. So that's not something I would ever, ever expect De Filippo to say. No, and honestly, we don't want Foles to have gaudy numbers like that because that means we're playing from behind for the most part a lot of the time. Yeah. I mean, again, I don't care about his numbers whatsoever. What I care about is that he's making good decisions at the right time. And the numbers play out how they play out. As long as we're winning, I'm good. All right, it's going to be our last
1: question before we take a break. This question is from Mike Yaziggy, and he's at Mike underscore Yaziggy94. And Mike Yaziggy sells houses, by the way. Oh, good. So to know. Throw, I'm gonna throw him a free plug. Wow, a free plug. And if you're looking to buy a house, hit up at Mike underscore Yaziggy94, and he will take care of you in your home buying. Is products. he a beaches expert or is he he's a, an expert on every area? Okay. Right, yeah. good to know. So if you live in Jacksonville, I know we have a lot of England listeners and, and people all over the globe, but if you're in Jacksonville, yeah. <laughs> And I, and I just bought a home. So I'm I'm aware, well aware of the home buying experience. And you want a guy like Mike on your side.
0: Oh, good. well. Wow.
1: But his question is, are y'all worried about the lack of good depth at quarterback behind Foles? He says, I know Jason loves Minshew, but if Foles gets hurt, I would be very concerned and would think the Jags do not
0: win a game if Foles misses any time. Thoughts? I almost want Foles to get like minorly hurt in the second <laughs> half of like one of the first five games. So we can see Minshew come in, man. I, dude. Are you concerned, though, at this point? about who, who can't you be, though? I mean, why can't you be? You got... <laughs> of course it. you got to be. I mean, everything rides on foals at this point. But, I mean, yeah, if he I, does go down and Man-Thighs <laughs> Minshew <laughs> comes in, I mean, dude, the guy... you can go through all his college statistics, but I love backstories, and I love somebody who... Wasn't necessarily the guy to begin with. I mean, look at Baker Mayfield. I mean, that guy walked on, transferred, trans- and then... Won the Heisman. So, Minshew's similar in the fact that he's just a winner. He's a baller. He's a, he plays his butt off. And, dude, the guy's a specimen, man. If you, if you listen to all the reports out of camp, it wasn't about the fact, like, hey, this guy played at a small school or not a great conference or any of that. It was, dude, look at that guy, man. He is, like, put together like a beast. He's only six one though. Still, though. I mean, 6'1", and strong, I'll take that. All right, so let me ask you this question. I'll, I'm
1: Ziggy. Dan, Mike, to answer your question. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm concerned. Well, of course, everybody's yeah. concerned. But here, but this is what I ask you, Joey, you're playing. Uh, you're playing pickup flag football, and it's the last pick. For your team, you only get one pick left. Standing in front of you is Gardner Minshew, Chad hinney, and Cody Kessler. By there the eye test? No, 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 no. What you know. Everything Oh, know? everything I know. Who are you picking as the
0: last pick for your flag football team? And why do you gotta put that on me, Chad Henny? <laughs> That's messed up, <laughs> I dude. Think I take That's a Kate, painful question, I think man. I
1: take Cody Kessler. All right, well, I think I take Cody, but I understand why he got released. His contract wasn't team friendly. Uh, I, I get it, but yeah, I mean, Magoo is a. Is a perfect practice squad guy. I mean, the dude can run the read option. He's mobile. He can he can extend plays. So I understand Minshew can too. Minshew makes it the right reads. He's pretty smart. He can you know he ran that air raid offense, which made him read defenses and make the right read. But no, I do not feel good. And I know we have some other questions coming up about like veteran quarterbacks. If you want to add them, so we'll get to there in a second. But anything else you want to add about your confidence level and the backups?
0: I think Minshew is a player's player, which goes a long way, especially if you're the backup coming in for a short period of time. Yes, if dude, if we need to rely on somebody like him for four, five, six games, I mean, we're done. But I do think he can come in and fill in for a game and a half, like yeah. spots. I, I think so. I think I think he can do that. He's got some fat thighs, that's for sure. Yeah, uh, that's that's nice.
1: Alright, well we gotta take a break Um, We are obligated because we're on Like these bunch of podcast networks Now and they all make us put ads in The man's Um, holding us down But the man pays us We love the man, Hey, don't get me wrong Any other men, bring us on Yeah, for sure, so uh, make sure uh, You um, support These ads, most of the time they are other podcasts, so I'm sure they're great If they're anything like us, they're great Um, We're gonna take a quick break And we'll be right back All right, welcome back to Another Jags Podcast, episode 70. Make sure if you have not yet followed us on uh, Instagram and Facebook, Another Jags Podcast, and Twitter, Another Jags Pod. You really should go follow our Twitter if you're a Twitter person because I've been breaking that. – we're doing position by position – uh, would
0: you say we're doing running back next week? Is that what you said? I think it's going to transition yeah. well with our questions. So right. Yeah.
1: So I I just post videos all week of breakdowns, of uh, the coaches' film of of these different breakdowns of our our different position groups. So if you're into the X's and O's of football, um, you want to follow our Twitter, and it'll be worth your time. So do that at another Jack's pod, and then give me give us any feedback you want because uh, we stay all over Twitter as far as questions and comments and things like that. Uh, Tree wanted us to say shout-out to uh, uh, Idaho. To Idaho? I, I think that's where he's at.
0: I do like potatoes and french fries. So, I, I
1: mean... Uh, is there anything else in there that anyone... God. It's got a cool shape. It's like in the, the
0: middle... States. Middle. state has got a cool shape. I don't know much about them. Oh, shout-out to, yeah, shout to Idaho. I would also like to sure. give a shout-out to Jason for the Twitter, because honestly our pack is like really good locally. Mm-hmm. I like it, mm-hmm. but our Twitter is good. Like nationally, mm-hmm. like if you like the Jaguars and you're maybe not even in Jacksonville, that's what you should look at because it doesn't get any better than that. So Jason does a fantastic job and that's a lot of work and it's a lot of research. I mean, he loves it or he wouldn't yeah. do it. Yeah. But yeah, I it, agree, it, it, but I'm biased. Well, you are. Yeah. I'm not, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm giving you props. I have nothing to do with that. Yeah. Your Twitter is fantastic. So, I mean, it's, it's yeah, good. check so it out. Make sure to follow it. Um, Another Jack's pod on Twitter. So we're going
1: to move right along. We're breaking down quarterbacks this week. We've kind of talked a little bit about Foles and and about what he brings to the table, kind of where he's been. But now we're going to kind of transition a little bit to the rest of the roster and who we have as far as quarterback. And then this next question comes from Ryan and he's at Ryan DTWD. And he says, who do you think will win the backup job? He says, will we reach out of the organization
0: if Minshew doesn't pan out? I mean, it's Minshew. I don't think there's any doubt about it. I mean, I think, it, you know, a lot of times there's those questions. There's like, are we going to pick up somebody else? You know, maybe one of the other guys will win the battle for the second spot. But I mean, dude, it's it's Foles and Minshew. That's what we got. That's what we're going into. I mean, we're going to have our practice squad guy. I don't see them keeping three quarterbacks like on the active roster. I mean, one guy's going to be a practice squad guy when game times come around. And did look at the free agency list right now? I mean, I can read it off. But who's there? Like, let us know. I mean, come like, on. Who's there? Because I'm, I'm, into, I am i i do not know. Right. Okay, Jalen McClendon. <laughs> uh, do you know who he even plays for? No, didn't think so. Garrett Grayson. Again. Yeah, Garrett Grayson played at uh, I think SMU. He's uh, Denver's backup yeah, right now. Okay. Yeah, Matt Castle, which I mean, been around, not yeah. necessarily the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. But you got Brandon Whedon. Houston's backup Brad Kaya which I didn't realize he was still in the league uh TJ Lenta, never heard of him in my entire life <gasps> Brock Osweiler which how that guy still has a job dude that guy's my hero I mean he's made like 50 million dollars and is still playing in the NFL and can't throw a pass wow. uh David Fails yeah Miami's backup yeah Brandon Silver's on the jets josh mccallan on the jets yeah. landry jones which i thought he was a wide receiver i'm maybe that's a, a different landry i'm thinking of uh lewis perez Charms. philly brogan roback again dude never heard of the guy
1: I, yeah i think i think. I mean get, the list goes yeah, on and on but I think you get the, the point right so i'm thinking like if we okay heaven forbid Foles goes down with a serious injury you, we have to make a trade for a absolutely yeah but, so. but that's
0: with like any team in the nfl if their starter goes down yeah, there's like the tyrod
1: taylor's a solid backup uh tanny hill's a solid backup teddy
0: bridgewater's a <laughs> solid backup okay
1: you know there's they're out
0: there i mean i don't think we have one but for the say. most part outside of Falls at philly most backups are not going to lead your team to a super bowl championship unless you're nick Foles. exactly <laughs>
1: He's the the guy. Okay, well, I'm there. So I guess guess we'd say, to answer your question, I think, uh, I'm with you, Minshew will take the backup job. I think Magoo is the practice squad guy because the dude can actually run the read option really well, and the guy is really mobile, and he extends plays, and I think that's what you want in a... Scout team quarterback. Yeah, here.
0: the coaching staff love him. Oh, like yeah. From what they said, like yeah. he, but he obviously is not starter quality, but
1: he's never really gotten a chance.
0: Honestly, yeah. No.
1: Like he he played like I was watching his NFL highlights from last season, and he only played in garbage time for the Seahawks. He came in in the fourth quarter with like five minutes left in like the last preseason game, so like he never really got a fair shot. I would like to see Magoo get a. Fair shot in our preseason. I kind of hope he does. Well, you and
0: heard, I think he will. You heard it here first. Jason's saying that he's going to beat out
1: Minshew for the didn't backup job. I did say that. I just was, just, I'm just saying I'd <laughs> like to see him get a fair shot at some solid competition and just for his own highlight film's sake.
0: I mean, well, heck, Ben, if he's going to get a fair shot, it's on our team because, I, yeah, we're thin. We are thin. Yeah, I agree. So size wise, though, isn't he like a little bit undersized? Magoo? Magoo, yeah. Oh, man, I mean, I don't know actually he's I think like so Yeah, six nah, four two, yeah, he's six, 20, three, two twelve.
1: Yeah, 2'12". yeah not bad. Yeah. I mean he's he's solid size, solid size guy. No. He's four-year starter at FIU. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. I'm buying some of that stock. <laughs> All right. This okay. Uh P Hart uh Philip Hart. Um he's at P underscore Hart 22. No. He's at Philip Hart twenty-eight. I like to get the Twitter handle correct in case people want to go and like bash them or hey, commend I, them. You guys go back and forth between each other. That's awesome. <laughs> exactly. But uh, Philip Hart says um, Minshew is a boss. I, I agree. I think we're all with
0: you there, Phil. I mean, there's no doubt that yeah. he doesn't have the moxie, man. I mean, he's like, he's got that it thing that you right. got to have in that position. Absolutely. Now, whether he is gifted enough to be able to, to do it, I mean, nobody knows that, but. At least you got somebody as a backup that's not just that guy holding the clipboard that nobody respects or likes or doesn't really prove much. I mean, I'm kind of excited to see him there. I mean, can you wear like jean shorts in the NFL?
1: I'm, I honestly have always hated jean shorts, shorts as we call them here in Florida. But after seeing Minshew, I've been like, man, I need to work out my legs, and I'm going to start wearing this. I mean, the, the, everything comes back around, right? I've even thought about shaving just a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I'm only an inch shorter than him.
0: So exactly. I so, I mean, like, there's there's something there. There's something That's there. the whole point. He's got
1: something, <laughs> right? Treeb says he's the most famous person from Idaho. Do you believe that? He's the most what? Famous person from Idaho. He's the only person I know from Idaho, so yes, so By default, Dude, we're with you, Treep. You are the rock star. He says he grew up 15 minutes away from uh, Washington State, and he says Minshew is the real deal, exactly what Joey said. He's very Baker Mayfield-esque. Guy knows how to win. And he says he thinks preseason he'll develop
0: a trust, and he thinks you'll develop, maybe me. I don't know. I mean, either I think I, every, I think you. everybody needs to like develop that because nobody's seen what he can do. But I mean, I like having a guy there that like kind of pushes that a little bit. If anything, he's going to push everybody else around him to be better. And Treep says he doesn't know why. He, don't know why I said grew up. I'm still living
1: in the area. I thought he was in Jacksonville. No, he's in Idaho. He's wow. He's a big AAF fan and a big wrestling fan.
0: Not wrong with any of that, but that doesn't mean you're from Idaho, not Jacksonville, or here. Well, let's ask this trip, since you're responding real time. <laughs> this is awesome. How the heck did you start listening to our podcast from Idaho? No, he's a Jags guy. He's a Jags Well, I get guy. that. He's he on he I mean,
1: YouTube channel. Oh, there you go. So we support each other. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm
0: going to have to learn more about Idaho because yeah. I feel well, like I need to you just at this point. more in touch with the Jags, you know? That could happen That's too.
1: It. All right. This next question is from Shay Jacobs and he's at sjacobs11. He says, Do you see the Jags keeping two or three quarterbacks on the roster? He says, If it's two, he assumes Foles and Minshew. If three, do you think they bring in a veteran or stick with one of the guys they have already as the third? Now, would this
0: be again, you'll have to maybe correct my ignorance here, but oh, I will typically, fine, I know. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> typically they bring, they keep three and one of them's a practice squad guy, right? Is that considered keeping three or is he saying like three active roster quarterbacks? Yeah, He's saying active game? roster. 53. No, no. That's who does that teams that have a guy like Minshew as their backup. Maybe. But if you don't have anybody better, no, nah, there's no way. There's no way they're wasting their roster spot on that. I'm with you. With there are depth, issue, depth yeah. issues last No,
1: I don't, I don't think so. Not to mention, we have Tyrod on the roster, the emergency quarterback. Dude, which there's, is... which there's a question about him, so let's not get there yet. Yeah, let's go to that okay. next because right, I definitely not... have an opinion okay. on that. <laughs> All right. But he says, uh, but uh, yeah, Shay, Shay. Shay is a. Uh, Shay has worked on the sideline of the Jags, and he's actually been, uh, I don't know if he still does it or not. But he, he, he was a guy who made sure that the replay was working on the sidelines. And when the refs would need to replay, like from the sidelines, from the booth, he would make sure that it was working and give them the headset and all that stuff. That's pretty slick. So Shay has some experience on the sidelines. I'm not, I'm not so knocking that. If I'm just he's saying, asking, you know, Shay knows what he's talking about. I just don't think we have
0: three good enough, court, like there's but other roster spots. That's a good point,
1: though. If Minshew is your backup, does that, do you have enough faith in him?
0: If it comes to that, yeah, I mean, that game's tanked if it goes down. You don't bring in a third guy when you could have a, another spot at whatever. <sighs> we don't have enough good quarterbacks to do that. You're wasting that third spot at that but point. But
1: he's asking, do you bring in a veteran? Do you bring in a guy like Matt Castle? Do you bring in a guy that you've read off on that list of, to come in that doesn't really need to spend the preseason with the team to kind of step in and kind of know the place? Because really, Magoo and... Minshew are kind of fighting for that same spot. No, They are. And it's like if one's going to win it and one's not. I mean bl- say what you want about Minshew. We all love Minshew but he was drafted to the exact same spot that Tanner Lee was and we all just know Tanner Lee is a bust and he has no shot at making the team more of the practice squad. So really I mean we all love Gardner Minshew but he's kind of in the same boat as Tanner Lee and he's easily dispensable.
0: He's not nearly as cool. Not nearly as cool. All right, so I mean I with you but I'm just saying like. All right. So he, we signed Mark Chance Sanchez done. Move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got nothing on that. <laughs> all right, this next question is from
1: Patrick Jackson, and I'm sorry to all of our fans, but Patrick Jackson's our favorite fan.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Patrick Jackson's the man. I yeah, mean, all right. you know, I mean, he is. We, we just cuz he's not from here, first yeah, of all. He's I, from a different continent altogether. Yeah, I mean, but that, I mean, that's impressive. But his questions are all I mean, he puts effort into his questions. He's been consistent from day one so as if well. So if
1: if anyone wants to be be the best fan of the Jags because we're fans of the Jags. Yeah. Then you got to step your question game up like these boys in England are. Yeah. So this is from Patrick Jackson. He's at Radius underscore Johansson, and he says you need to get a football thrown through a tire, and he spelled tire the British way, I'm just gonna which say. is T Y R E <laughs> through through a tire <laughs> suspended from a rope thirty yards away to win hundred thousand dollars. You have one attempt. Which of our quarterbacks do you choose?
0: And then which quarterback of all time do you choose? Okay, I heard nothing after spelled the English way, T Y R E. There's no way they spell tire T Y R E. I assume that's but that's they like know. a funeral pyre, right? That's just like the right
1: spelling. <laughs> okay. It had to be a typo. All right. You have a you have a tire that's hanging <laughs> that's hanging from a from a It's the tire on fire? No, it's just it's just okay. thirty yards away and third K on the line. Got it. Which of our quarterbacks is gonna hit that? I mean Nick Foles. I say all, you No, dude. Thirty yards. That's thirty yards. Yeah, that's kind of far. Yeah, Minshew's arm might get like tired. That's true. My boy Noodle Arm Minshew probably yeah. can't make it that far. But dang, you're probably right. But okay, if it was at fifteen yards, I'd take Minshew for sure. Okay. hundred percent. Thirty, I'm taking Foles. So who all time would you
0: take at that? Well, I want to ask another question before that. Aren't you glad that there's actually a quarterback that could hit that tire thirty yards <laughs> away for hundred thousand dollars? That's
1: true. That's a good point if we asked this question last season, there's no one on the
0: roster. Yeah, and not not, not like five out of ten times. No, not even three out of ten if you if you really – So that's a huge another. improvement there. Yeah, absolutely. So what's the second part of it? I'm sorry. All-time
1: to... quarterbacks, who hits that pass? Like if you had to put your money on a guy all-time, who hits that? Peyton Manning. I say Drew Brees, man. That dude can put the ball on a dime, man. Yeah. Peyton I Manning mean, was good, but I mean, you really can't go wrong with either one of those. But I what mean, made Peyton Manning special is ability to like read it. Yeah, that's true. I'm calling audible pre snap. No I mean, don't get me wrong, he had a great arm, but give me a guy for his accuracy, and the first person I think of is Drew Brees. Now, granted, I didn't start watching football seriously until like 1990. Yeah, I mean, obviously we're not. Get, so I mean, you could get into Steve Young, you Joe could Montana, get into guys like that, um, and then you could probably be right. But as far
0: as what I've seen. Drew Brees is Which I think guy. most of our listeners are looking at the last probably yeah. 20 years. I mean. Yeah. I'd say Drew Brees. Yeah. Tom Brady maybe. I'm not going to argue any of those. Yeah. I mean you can't go around
1: with any of those guys. Yeah. Thank you Pat. It's a great question. Like always. This next question is from Angus Seymour and he's at Das Gus. And he says, could you see Terrell Pryor getting some snap, some time at quarterback and some trick plays? Did we just sign him to add the Philly special to
0: the playbook? I think TP needs to, like, focus on actually being good at what he does. I mean, I get the whole physical specimen. I get the, like, upside potential. But, I mean, at 29, shouldn't you have already hit that upside potential? Shouldn't That, that should not be the conversation anymore. Whoa, 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 whoa. You can do a lot
1: in your life at 29, okay? 29 29 is a good age. Let me
0: rephrase that. Now,
1: don't just be discounting him at 29, because a lot of people have done a lot of great (laughs) things
0: at 29. Okay, let me rephrase that. At eight years in your (laughs) current job, shouldn't you be better at your current job than that? Let's not talk about doing like extra things in your job. Okay, all right. I'm I'm just kind of kidding.
1: Um, I do think that you will see some trick plays with Sherelle Pryor. I mean, he has a history of of playing quarterback in the NFL. This isn't a guy, this isn't a Matt Jones, this isn't a, uh, who's the guy, the other guy from Ohio State. I mean, this isn't a guy who... Like uh, a converted... Right. Yeah. I mean, this is a guy who was literally drafted, or signed as an undrafted free agent, to be a quarterback in the NFL and had a little bit of success.
0: Yeah, but that was because they didn't think... I don't know, man.
1: I'm just saying, could you see a trick play here and there? Absolutely. I mean, who threw the dude threw the pass for the Jags recently? Oh, absolutely! I, was it, I, was it Didi or was it Marquise Lee? One of
0: those guys. No, Marquise, they, it, I think they both have.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I would not put a pass trail part of some true plays.
0: I, and Marone is all about those, honestly. Absolutely. And I mean, it's I probably mean, definitely going to happen. Yeah, but absolutely. my point is, we need him as a wide receiver. Like, let's. We do. I hope he shows up as that because the dude is like a freak of nature, like physically. But he's the dude. But he's not even getting paid a million dollars, which is great which is great I have no problem with that signing whatsoever
1: it kind of puts into perspective what
0: we're paying Chris Conley more money than we're paying 12 Price, and I have no expectations out of either one of them I agree honestly I mean if we get anything out of either one of them bonus like good job guys in the front office and Dante Moncrief got 10 million last year Yeah, which was ridiculous yeah let's just not talk about
1: that but yeah good question Angus and I think everybody kind of wants that to happen yeah because
0: we all love trick plays. Who I mean, doesn't like trick plays? No, I mean, it's great. You'll definitely it yeah. in the preseason. Yeah. and It'll be like, oh, my God, that guy should do it every time. And then it'll never happen again. For sure. All right. This um, second
1: to last question is from Connor, and he's at the Jack's night. And he says, is there a spiral? And that's it. So, is this night like
0: N I G H T or no, night like? K N I G H T. Oh, I kind of like that. Ask, is there a spiral? So, it's like a r- night of the round table. Um, is there a spiral, there a spiral? N- notebook or is there a spiral? Spiral glazed ham. <laughs> I like those. <laughs> I, Delicious. I, I mean,
1: from all, I mean, we don't have press credentials yet. Are in the works, apparently. A teaser. Yeah. It's a teaser. Two, three years from now, guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, from all the Twitter videos I'm watching from these guys who somehow have press credentials like Daniel Popper and uh, Philip Heilman who really add nothing to the Jaguar fan experience. I was going to say who the, and that, who.
0: but Yeah, because yeah. the
1: fact that they're there. Um, according to their
0: videos, there's a couple of spirals being thrown around. Everybody that is actually legitimate that's at the camps have said that he has been – I mean, again, you get this in preseason all the time. Yes. everybody sure. pumps it up everybody looks great there's no paths, you know there's no hitting but that he has been completely on point unbelievable spirals passes everywhere they're supposed to be short range long range sideline fate everything except for the day he came back after the stuff that went on with him and his wife which who wouldn't be off that day absolutely i mean and the fact that he showed up period again just makes me like him even more but yeah he might have been a little bit distracted that day but outside of that there really hasn't been a like a missed pass from everybody's saying so, yeah, spirals all around as a person. Nick Foles is like 10 out of 10. Yeah,
1: and I'm not talking about how like we love Blake Bortles as a person, like yeah, it's completely different. Completely different. Like, yeah. Nick Foles is legit as a person, like, yeah, as good as it gets. I, I wouldn't want anyone else leading my team character wise. No, like, Bortles would be the guy you'd want to go have a beer with, right? Foles would be the guy you'd go ask for advice, exactly. Yeah, it's well put, well put. Um. Yeah, I think there's spirals for days going around there. Yeah, I mean and, the dude can sling the ball he and can I, throw a spiral. And like I, I get, I get the, I get the reputation that I'm like a pessimist, and I'm okay with that. And like I, I'll live with that because at the end of the day, I, just, I want to be like real.
0: you kind of earned that right though at this point yeah, as a Jags fan. I mean like yeah, if I mean, you're not a pessimist and a Jags fan, then yeah. Like, I have to force myself not to be.
1: And I'm still going to every game, and I'm still cutting up film of every player we have on our roster. So don't think that I'm, like, discouraged or, or down. But I just want to be real, and I've been burned by a lot. and um. But I have high hopes for Foles, and I will root for him harder than anyone
0: on the planet. And I think as we go through the position groups, it's going to become, like, more real, like, why Jason might think he's a pessimist. Because, honestly we could go to the Super Bowl or win five games. I mean, that's how big our spread is right now, but not just based off foals, like based off multiple different position groups. Like if everybody shows up and we don't get hurt, dude, we're going to crush it. But that's a lot to ask in the NFL. I mean... Yeah, I agree. Who knows? I mean, you kind of got to be optimistic because we do have the potential, which a lot of teams don't, but you can't really rely on that. So, I mean, I kind of get it. We're watching the... Uh, NBA finals this is uh, game 3
1: and there's like a minute and 37 seconds left in the game and this might is... be a good time for another break right well we'll have one more question so I think we can finish it out but I just wanted to say this is one of the craziest plays I've ever seen in the NBA I'm sorry Jason I was paying attention to the podcast and not the TV so just what's watch, going on watch this There's a there's a foul there there's a foul there. Ooh, that was flagrant. And the ball goes, like, this is, that was one of the most insane, and Kyle Lowry's been balling out this game. This is not a bad, I mean. Ooh, yeah. Like, it's a travel and a foul and that? a foul. So, a travel and two fouls. With this, and he hit the shot. And he hit, yeah. Like, it was, it's pretty, like. It, is somebody at the line? No. What? That's what I'm saying. Like, this is legit. That was one of the, like, four things happened in the span of four seconds there, and Fred Van Fleet hit a three. Um, I'm sure the highlights will be out there tomorrow. Congrats to Toronto on the win. Um. I digress. We have one question left. Okay. Which is was a just, great
0: question and a was, great segue. I was just really
1: taken back by that. Yeah, that
0: was pretty impressive. And yeah. that was a good breakdown. Yeah. Honestly. That was, I
1: mean, yeah. Okay. His last question is from Hugh Lynch and he's at AODH Lynch. And he says, What is the latest on Jags voiding Leonard Fournette's guaranteed money? Any info on his appeal? Can they use the guaranteed money as a carrot for the season? Or if he is on the roster week one, does he
0: get the money? Void the hell out of it. I wouldn't have said that five days ago but again Fournette is start like so you're it's, saying it's, they won't dangle the carrot and say if you play well this year they dangled the, play the play. carrot and said do the right thing and you'll get the money back and he showed up to a couple OTAs and they didn't show up for four days well it's voluntary it's not the point the point is, show that you are mature. It's show you're doing it. Full shows up the day after everything happens He's with his wife. A quarterback. It's different. So what? These guys don't get hit. <laughs>
1: like a touch. He's not getting hit in OTAs. They're playing seven on seven. Uh, They're doing that already. Okay, so here's what's really going on. So Fournette and the Jags are in arbitration, so they've got a third party arbitrator. That's deciding on whether Leonard Fournette will get his money. There's been no news since that news has been released. But the bottom line is is that the third party arbitrator is going to be distinguishing the language in his contract that says if he gets if he misses any playing time due to anything other than injury, he voids his guaranteed
0: money. Does he have to have a valid driver's license to get the money back? Jason, that's a serious question. Why are you laughing? <laughs> so here's the question. The question
1: is for the Arbiter. Is that the right way to say it? <laughs> that's great. I'm impressed. <laughs> the, the, the question for the Arbiter is, is, does a suspension by the Jags warrant missing time for non-injury, or does it have to be a suspension
0: by the NFL? It'd have to be the Jags, because I mean, if he breaks a team rule... How could that not void your team because contract? Team rules could be could have gray areas. I mean you can miss all the OTAs you want. That's not a team rule. Exactly. Hey, you I'm don't just, you don't show up for your pitchers. You don't show up, don't up for a think meeting. You'll get
1: the guaranteed money. I don't. I don't think you get the guaranteed money. But the, but for the arbiter, it's gonna have to decide. is Do the Jags make the decision on him missing time? That's not injury related, or does the NFL? And that's the question that's going to have to be answered in order for Leonard Fournette to get his
0: money back. Dude, who cares about that money? How about you come in, ball out, make every, like, seem odd, bonus though? you get, and then, like, make does your it, next contract money. Does it seem odd that, like, the team and the
1: player are, like, in litigation about money and that you, like, does that seem odd to you?
0: Yeah, they don't like each other. Like, could you be in that situation with your boss? No. And, and I wouldn't be there anymore, <laughs> or I would not have done that. I mean, either I'm going to, like stop playing football or I'm not going to sue my team and ball out and go to another team as soon as I possibly can. Isn't that weird? It's just just a weird It's just a bad mix. And that's because he's a weird dude, man. He's like, he doesn't think like the rest of us. And that's part of his being told he could do whatever he wanted to do his entire life because he's so good at everything. I mean, I don't necessarily think that's his fault, but he's not maturing at the level that we need him to.
1: Treve on YouTube says Dan Marino hits that tire. Oh, good call, man. How do we leave out Dan? Uh, Because no one likes Dan after that 64. Oh, I love Dan because
0: of that. That we had on him. No, that's a great call. Well, is there anything else you want to add about the quarterbacks? Yeah, pray. Everybody pray that Foles doesn't get hurt. (laughs) I mean, really, that's the bottom line. I mean, I think after last season, that's our prayers every night when we go to bed. Yeah, it should be.
1: Yeah. If you're a Jags fan. Well, that's going to wrap up episode 70 for another Jags podcast. Thank you so much to the fans. Thank you so much for your questions, comments. Send us your questions and comments all throughout the week. We will read them on the podcast. We are a fan forum podcast. Like, this is not about us. We relay information from you guys. Uh, We thank you for um, being involved. If you haven't yet followed us on Twitter, another Jags pod facebook instagram another jags podcast we're happy to be a part of the whole like jaguar like community on twitter and all these things and they're great they're awesome you can look forward to us being on collaborating with other jaguars stuff in the future um a little a little a little shameless plug is uh june 15th myself and if you remember mike from a couple of podcasts ago yeah. We w- and a couple other people we went on the game show Beat the Brains. Which is Prosser from the drill. If you're host. from if you're from if you know anything about Jacksonville, basically we went up against Jacksonville. It's the elite. It's the elite yeah, of the sports, sports writers, broadcasting sports radio yeah. people. And it's a game show where we went on sports knowledge and we just literally obliterated them. Which is impressive, man. I was not a part of that. And this is JP Shadrick. No, it is, is the this is Hayes Carline. It's their A team. Yeah, this this was it. And we're gonna post a video on our Twitter on June fifteenth when it comes out. But we
0: obliterated these guys. And I will say I, I doubt Proster is listening, but I do have to say <laughs> that he stood up to his word. Yeah, he he said that he plugged the pod. Yeah, he did. I mean, way to go, Prosser. I, yeah. You know, I appreciate that if you are listening because you know you didn't have to do that.
1: Yeah, we appreciate that. Yeah. Um, thank you guys for listening. Um, we I'll be out of town next week. I haven't told Joey this yet, but I'm gone Monday to Friday, so we'll either record early or record late, or we'll just catch you in two weeks. Yeah, but we'll figure something out. We'll let you know via Twitter. Thank you for everyone for listening, and as always. Go Jags! Go Jags!